All right, joining us, Sydney Morning Herald's finest, Stadham Pengilly. Good morning, mate. Morning, Jared. Morning, boys. And speaking of random stuff, I'm actually, have you guys got the golf on this morning? Are you watching the golf, yes. Jared? Yes, yes. President's Cup? I just, a famous story came back to me. Loz, do you remember in 2019 we were down in Royal Melbourne oh. for, the, for the President's Cup? The great oh, Nick Quinn. Oh, Quinny, yes. Yeah, Quinny, Quinny also had an absolute mare uh, there one day on the on the um, practice practice round. But also, remember we are on the hunt for a photo with Tiger Woods with you, Loz, all week. That's and, right, we did. And we got one. The, yeah, the Ben Everill, the Australian golf yes. writer who's, who's based in the United States these days, had a bit of a connection to Tiger Woods. And he was desperately trying to get Tiger's attention to get a photo with you, Loz. And he introduced you as the Tom Brady of rugby league. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the only way he was going to stop and get a photo. <laughs> so, so for all intents and purposes, Tiger Woods knows you as the Tom Brady of rugby league in Australia. But what about this? I gave my phone to Joe. Joe the cameraman. Yes. Not Joe from Channel 9, but Joe who comes on the road with us here. Mm. And I said, mate, uh, when I get this photo of um, Tiger, here's my phone. Can you take the photo? with my phone. He goes, not a drama. So we're talking there with Tiger. And you know what? I turn around. I'm that excited getting the photo. I turn to Joe and go, mate, give me a look. Give me a look at the photo. And he goes, what oh, photo? No. I said, mate, the photo you're supposed to take. Oh, he said, oh, no. I forgot. I was listening to the conversation. <laughs> he forgot to take the photo. Oh, no. Oh, so but hang on. How, how, no, dare you listen, how dare you listen to the convo? I don't have a photo. <laughs> This is a disaster. It's, it's a disaster. Memory. The biggest it's, disaster of all time. It's in your mind, Loz. You don't need a photo. Unbelievable. So if, I, well, I needed a photo. No, nah, with Tiger, that's photo worthy. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, so can you believe there, there that? Is, yeah. No, that that's lot, I, I reckon it was about a minute, Adam. Yeah, we didn't have. <laughs> he, was, he was in a rush, wasn't he? Yeah. He was like, Tiger gets pulled and goes here, there, and everywhere. And I just remember Benny saying, uh, Tiger, Tiger. Come and meet the Tom Brady of the NRL in Australia here. He was walking away too, and as soon as he heard that, he turned and stopped, he did, he stopped. pivoted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, well, what was I supposed to do? Does this mean, does I had to go with it. Oh, of course you did. Does this mean Michelle's the Giselle of Australia? Very similar. <laughs> Daly and Brady, very similar. Ooh, hope not at the moment. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Dramas. Okay, who, who's playing in the grand final and why? Adam? Well, Jared, I'm trying to get my head around this market. I, I know you mentioned it just a minute ago. What is it? Cowboys $1.68. Yep, Paramount power two twenty. Hmm. Why, why the firm for the Cowboys? I'm trying to get my head around that. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm guessing that, you know, the traders want to cuddle the Cowboys. They don't really want to lay them. They're happy to take on Parramatta. That's what yep. that's telling me because the money, the bulk of the money is for Parramatta. So yep. the, the yep. traders are inviting them on, which tells me they like the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm like Lloyd. To me, this is a dead set dollar ninety pick'em game. It's a flip of the coin. You could go either way. That's not to dismiss the Cowboys' chances, but the market for mine has got too big a discrepancy between the two at the moment. Two dollars twenty about Parramatta. It's a little bit of value. Yes, I know. Having the week off in the, in the modern era is a huge advantage. Winning week one finals mm. if you're a top four team, I, I, I'm taking that into account. But like Laws, I think Parramatta's got a lot of momentum at the moment. Uh, if there's ever going to be a chance for them to make a grand final, it's this year. It has to be this year, doesn't it? Um, I'm just hoping that motivation can carry them through another 80 minutes tonight, even though it's going to be in you know quite taxing conditions up there in Townsville with the heat. A little bit concerned about Tom Hopicek coming out of the game. He was withdrawn last night with a hamstring problem. I know noticed Brad Arthur's name. Bailey Simonson in the centres when the team was released last night. I'm not quite sure if that's going to be the actual case when they run out tonight or that team's named an hour before kickoff. I think Murad and Iacore is probably more likely to head to the centres to keep Wunga Blake on the wing. I would be surprised if Wunga Blake has moved into the centres and and Bailey Simonson plays on the wing. But 
to me, it's, it's a dead set, you know, toss of the coin game. I'm going to side with Parramatta at the odds and a bit of momentum behind them. And like Loz, I think that running that they've had so far has really sealed them. And it might be enough to get them across the line. Yeah, I, I look at the Cowboys' form since round 15, and this is what has swayed me in Parramatta's favour. They beat Manly by two, but conceded 26. Mm. They beat Broncos by 14, but conceded 26. They lost to the Sharks, and they conceded 26. They'll, they, they beat the Tigers by one, but conceded 26. They smashed the Dragons, and they beat the Dogs by 14. Then they were smashed by the Roosters by 32. They beat the Warriors convincingly. Then they lost the Souths, and then they played a second-string Penrith team. And then they won their first week of the final, but conceded 30. Mm. So for me, I think issues defensively, and if Parramatta can get their game on, I think they've got too many points in them because I don't know whether the Cowboys defend really well. I've mentioned their right edge. I think they're as disconnected as anyone on that right edge, and they have their issues. Uh, and their goal line defence is not the strongest. So I, I think if Parramatta can can get possession and play their style, I, th- I think they can win. Yeah, those two games that really stand out from those that you mentioned, Lodz, were the Roosters and South games. I think it's two teams who are in form in the back end of the year, and they were beaten quite convincingly in both those games. And as we've mentioned earlier in the week, that, that form line through that Cronulla first final was going to be shaky after they were dusted up by the, the, the Rabbitohs last week. So I think $2.20 about Parramatta is still a bit of value, boys. Adam, what about the Panthers, Rabbitohs? Is Luttrell, I know Luttrell's a genius, but is he that good he can be the defining factor in this game? He could, Clarky. He could. And, but he's going to need to be a 10 out of 10, uh, yeah. to be fair. He's going to have to be at his absolute premium if South's going to win this game. And as much as we talk about the form of Luttrell and Cody and whatever else, I think it's through the middle that South are really going to have troubles against Penrith tomorrow night. And it's going to be wet conditions at the Core Stadium tomorrow night. They've had a lot of rain around Sydney the last couple of days. Penrith, we know, is that real attritional type of team. And if you take out Saliva Havili, who's been very underrated for South the last couple of weeks, add on top of that Tom Burge. I think Tom Burge has been great for South the last month or two. I know he missed last week too with suspension. But with those two guys out of the middle, and you look at the bench, I just think that Penrith has got a distinct edge on the bench and through the middle. And I know Cameron Murray's been fantastic. He's been phenomenal for South the last month. But I don't know if he can hold up that, that Rabideau's middle against Penrith. So I'm tipping Penrith to win this game. I think they can probably win fairly comfortably. If you want to try and find a few betting options, I think Penrith will jump out of the blocks and potentially lead by a couple of tries at, at half time. So maybe a half time market where they're leading by nine plus uh, nine points or more uh, might, be, might be the way to go. Uh, I'm not saying the South can't win this game, but I'd be surprised if Penrith don't make another green final. Joseph Swali'i, uh, his defection to Samoa, what did you make of it? Yeah, it's great, Jared, for the international game. Uh, I'm a fan. I know it's not great for Mel Meninga and Loz being an Australian selector. And I must admit, it caught me a little bit by surprise that when the news sort of came out uh, the other day, I haven't had a chance to talk about it too much. But um, that's the Moen back line in particular has been really, really strong. So I don't think Joseph has turned his back on Australia full stop, Jared. I think, he, I think he sort of just said, listen, for the World Cup, I definitely want to play for Samoa. But down the line, I do hope to represent Australia. And I just, I just wonder if he's the last one to go. I know these teams have to be finalised next week. There's been a few whispers around Jeremiah Nanai, whether he's going to play for Australia, going to commit to Samoa for the World Cup, even though he did an interview last week saying he, he wants to play for Australia. So I think it's a big watch on him, what happens, especially if the Cowboys get knocked out tonight. And, um, yeah, this is going to be probably one of the most competitive... World, it, will, it will be the most competitive World Cup we've ever seen. Was he going to get picked for Australia anyway? Adam, like, for me... He knows he's going to play for Samoa. He knows he's going to play 
in the position he wants to play. With, with Australia right now, he's probably he's uncertain if he's ever going to get selected. So if he's got the option because it's a World Cup, you're in time to go back and play for Australia. Has the young man not made the right decision? We ask your co-host, Clark. He wasn't, <laughs> wasn't better than me. Yeah, but like, like I, I know there's... There's been I watched I think one of the Fox Footy shows. I know there was a heap of criticism for him, but Loz, is it not a bad opportunity for him right now and and playing footy rather than not or sitting on on a bench rather than playing, you know, the position he wants to play? Oh, look, I I, I think he would have seriously been considered, mate. I, I think he would have you been reckon? close to making the side. Yeah, the okay. squad. Yeah, the squad. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. whether he makes the side, whether he makes the side or not, might yeah, have been well, he's, he's playing for Samoa. He's a lock-in for but Samoa, though, isn't he? But I think he would have made the squad, to be perfectly mm. honest. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it, pup? Though I'm thinking, if I'm a young man, yeah. I, 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 I want to play. And it's it's hard for but me, it's Australia, or yeah, but it's hard for a lot of us that you don't you don't have a second option. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I can only play for Australia. You know what I mean? He's got he's got family. He's got reason. Mm. I. I and again, I don't know him at all, but if he was a guarantee lock-in for Australia and a guarantee lock-in for Samoa, would his decision have been the same? That That's the only thing. Yeah. And, and again, the, the coach would make that call when he was on tour, but mm. I'm pretty confident he would have made that squad. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, we've got to get your best. We've got three great days racing. Mooney Valley, Rose Hill tomorrow. Of course, uh, we've, it's Sandown for the Underwood, aren't we, on Sunday? But Golden Rose Day, what do you like? Yeah, it sounded a tough program, Jared. Race seven, number one, uh, Nimalee, the best on the program for me. Um, I thought she's been great in two runs back so far. That form through Zaki and Ice, but I think it's going to stand up. Uh, really, I know she's got a horrible draw. I'm just hoping they shift off the fence towards later in the day. So that's race seven, number one, Nimalee, the best on the program. And the Golden Rose, well, I think in secret's probably a shade of unders at the current price. I know a lot of people are gravitating towards She's Extreme. I think the Phillies have a huge role to play in this race. I think She's Extreme and maybe even Paris Dior's a nice each way play in the race. So... Uh, yeah, tricky golden rose this year. I'd be wouldn't be wouldn't be afraid to back the Phillies down the bottom there. Okay, Adam's best race seven number one, Nimalee in the golden pendant, and that is paying five dollars fifty. And of course, Espiona is the four dollar forty favourite. Come on, Espiona. Uh, Adam, have a good day, mate. See you, boys. Enjoy the weekend.